Well, hey there, hey there, Mark. How are you doing today? Well, hey there, Johnny. How are you, buddy? I am. I'm rather resplendent, Mark. Resplendent. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got put on this new like dietary supplement. Okay. Went to the store. Been feeling like a, a little, not like under the weather, but just like like I need a little pep in my step, a little lead in my pencil, if you will. In your pencil. In my pencil. Thank. Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, so I went to the store, just kind of looking at some of these supplements, and I got this like like gigantic beefcake dude who comes over to me and he's just like traps on traps on traps. Like this guy's got a bus on either side of his, his shoulder. It's fantastic. I'm like, Hey, I, I like you. I like the way you look mm-hmm. like, what do you do to, to keep yourself like all motivated? And he's like, Oh, well, like, like you mean like juice? I'm like, no, no, I don't, I don't want, the, I don't want juice. Like, but like what, what's, what do you have? Like a, like a pick me up. Like if you're having a low day, what, what do you, what do you usually jam on? And he's like, yo, this is what you do. You go down to Wadsworth and like 72nd. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, there's an alleyway behind this like Mexican place. You go over there and you knock three times on the back door and this like weird little Mexican chef dude's going to come out. He's got like one of those nets over his head, but he doesn't really need it. Cause he's actually bald. <laughs> and, you are listing like eight people that I know in town. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Um, but you, you, you'd you go over and you tell him you want the Los Arlentinos special. And he is going to hand you a baggie of pills. Okay. And okay. you're going to hand him 50 bucks. So, dude, I don't know like what this shit has been doing, but I like went to the gym. I went and, and like... Shit, I feel like I squatted like 400 pounds today or something. Probably not, but my ass feels like I squatted 400 pounds. But I am just like jazzed up full of energy. But yeah, there's these little like little things. It's got some weird side effects though. Like my my balls are a little smaller than they used to be. And he he swears this shit wasn't juice. Smaller? Um, How how much smaller? Like if you had to put a percentage on it. Like about 20%. 20%? Yeah, and I've got I've got all these like zits and pimples and shit. Like I've only been doing this maybe a, what a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about a week now. But oh. like, I, dude, I got all this energy and shit, and it's fantastic. But hmm. yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, I can bring a lot of this energy um, to uh, the Dangle Podcast, Mark. <laughs> I I certainly hope that you bring a lot of energy to the Dangle Podcast this year, weekly King of the Hill podcast, where I mark and my good buddy. Johnny. Take two episodes of that beloved adult animation classic, now that's been rebooted, King of the Hill, (laughs) and we talk about the goods and the bads and the high points and the roid rages and the pimples on your back and the diminished uh, testicle syndrome, and then we slap it with our patented rating system. (laughs) And Johnny, all I ask tonight is that you don't get roid ragey with me and like flip over the computer or something. Mark, I really just, I want to ask you, do you want to wrestle... I would love to wrestle, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Guys, that's how Johnny died because Mark will put him in, in like a, a, what is it? Um, Standing pile driver? Jackhammer? Yeah, you're just going to jackhammer. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'll put you Guys, in a fucking uh, are... Mexican stretch or a Mexican surfboard is what I'm going to do to you, buddy. Don't worry. Oh, ooh, ooh. Uh, just no, no cattle mutilation, please. I think I would rather be in the surfboard. Um, instead of just naming off a bunch of wrestling moves, Mark, we should talk about episode 153, The Incredible Hank. You can't see me. 
Shut it. Uh, original air date, November 23rd, 2003. You suck for that. <laughs> I'm more mad this because is, uh, I didn't name a wrestling move. I fucking said his catchphrase. I'm so mad at myself because I was going to keep it going. And I was trying to like, I was just going to like name wrestling moves. And you could be like, you know, oh, yeah, you want to get into it? Ultimate splash. You know, like. <laughs> I Mark, the last time you were watching wrestling, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Rey Mysterio was actually wrestling himself instead of getting his shit kicked in by his son, yeah. which is now currently what's happening. You, I think you showed me something about that, and yeah. It, Good. Anyway, Good bigger old, fish. Yeah. I apologize. I detracted with the bad joke, and then I derailed with the joke even further with the explanation to make it an even worse joke. I guess you could yeah. say I really RKO'd that bit. Wow. To your point, okay. sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this week's episode was written by Dan Sterling. I'm pressing on. God damn it. <laughs> uh, is, is that going to be a military press, a guerrilla press, a Green Bay <laughs> we press? We were supposed to get all We were supposed to get all of this squirreliness out the other day, squirrely Mark. <laughs> I don't know any squirrel wrestling moves. Co- coconut crush is that either. close enough i don't know anyway <laughs> coconut crush uh this week's episode written by dan sterling uh mark did you ever get a chance to watch the tv show the last man on earth no you will forte you've told me a lot about it i know that you were a fan of it um i never saw it i, I am i tried I, I tried really hard and then um suddenly 20 minutes into the fucking episode of the last man on earth there's like six other people and i'm like this show does not deliver what it promises and i turned it off I know that's not the point, but it still irritated me. Uh, well, if you can get past, like, maybe the first six episodes, it starts to get pretty good. Because, yeah, he's not the last man on Earth. Uh, but if you can make your way all the way to season two, you will see uh, showrunner Dan Sterling in action. Because he was the showrunner for that show for the entire second season. Really? Okay. Yeah. So. Are you um, a fan? I don't think like, we... you're, you're a pretty big fan, right? I so those first few episodes and even going back I've watched through that series like twice now and the first like half of the first season is really hard yeah. like it's it's a lot of just like one dude screwing around and then one dude and one girl screwing around and it's just it's rough to watch but if you can chug along through it like there's some really good fun stuff in there sure. um I'm trying to think I don't remember the the actor's name, but I know you watch a lot of Community, mm-hmm. and uh, the the security guard that that is there before Chang, he's like the bit the very large um, Latino man. Yeah, he is one of the main characters for the whole series, and he is fan fucking tastic. Okay, uh, you know what? I will. You have never really led me astray, so I will take it on your credit <laughs> and run wild. Video game recommendations notwithstanding. Uh, but hey, Mark, I play, hey, 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 let me tell you, sir, really quick. Let me just break this kayfabe. I'm going to stop wrestling shit. I'm sorry. Um, no. <laughs> Guess who got his full lion ant set, including a claymore? This cat. Ooh. Ooh. You got the big ant lion claymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The six mandible. I, I, got, I built something like 240 arrows. And I just ran, I just, I, I don't know a better way to say it. I just rim job the lion ants or the ant lions in the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just ran around there. You rim jobbed them. them. I rim jobbed them. Um, killed yep. all them. I had to do it like eight times to get all those stupid mandibles, but God, I got it. I am so cool now. And now I am going to ascend the grill. I, I had almost hoped that you were going to say like, oh, no, dude, give me like half an hour so I could like get up to the grill and get me some charcoal, but it's whatever. I'm cutting all that out, but that's my grounded update. <laughs> oh God. It's, mm. 
Point is, your video gonna, games I'm gonna, are on point, buddy. It's okay. I'm going to spoil something for you because you are absolutely the only person that needs to know this ahead of time and have it spoiled for you. Okay. You need to go into the charcoal bag that's right by the, the grill. There's a hole in the bottom. Find your way in there and oh. you will see why. Okay, cool. I um, found But don't the, uh, do it without your shit on. Do it without? Okay. No, don't do it without oh, your shit on because okay. you will burn. Okay, cool. <laughs> Right, okay. I found the summit point Cast for the uh, Orchid Mantis, and I am not looking forward to that. I am... Oh. <laughs> anyway, Cast sorry, cast the characters. Yes, Dangle Podcast. I'm sorry. Let's do this. Sorry. Holy shit. Grounded, dude. Oh, Hank. my God. It's so good. <laughs> it's so much fun. Take it away Hank, again to Hank, start with Bobby cast the characters. Dale Gribble, Bill DeBetrove, Boom <laughs> Howard, Joseph and Nancy Gribble, Donna... Yep, Donna, Stuart Dooley, Conan Minsoup, Anusapone, and Random Tom Landry PE Coach. Because it's not Hammer, even though it sounds almost identical to him. Yeah, I thought it was, um, that was the football coach. But it wasn't. The football coach is black, and then the Sour short coach bald Sowers? guy. I thought it might oh, have been the other the other football coach. But the yeah, assistant yeah, yeah. coach is bald. This guy has, like, a kind of mullet deal going on. Or he's bald, right, he's got right, the, right, like, right. skullet deal. Right. Yeah. Uh, synopsis, Mark. Synopsis. Hank gets juiced for Viva Los Arlentinos Day, and Bobby has shower anxiety. Good I worked enough. real hard on that one this week. <laughs> <laughs> Our A-story characters here, Hank and Peggy, are B, but really A subprime. What uh, is Bobby? Because uh, it all ties in together at the yeah. end. Um, let's get to some notes, because otherwise you and I are just going to sit here and bullshit about Grounded all night. <laughs> notes um do you mind if i just run wild here like a brahma bull might <laughs> yeah run wild buddy <laughs> sorry i'm getting squirrely um number one it's poor, okay poor hank this this episode starting out with him with it with all the damn customers gave me bad ptsd of being like the only mm. dude on the produce floor and it's thanksgiving week Poor Hank. Mm. Um, okay, this is... Okay, I got a question, John. This is a Peggy yeah. gets a job episode, or this is Peggy gets Hank a job? Mm. This is a, a Peggy is sabotaging people for her own damn gain week. I Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if you could consider this a Peggy gets a job, but it is. Because she's the one that's in charge of uh, Viva Los Arlentinos. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I really thought about that. I kind of like, I paused the episode last night when I was watching. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Um, right. Dale is just back but to being outwardly abusive to Bill. That's where we're at. Yes. But, man, I miss, I'm already over it. Like, I liked a lot of season seven. We talked a lot about how, like, they were buddies. Not season seven, season six. They were buddies, and it was goddamn adorable. Yeah. And, you know, there was a lot of like, Bill, have you been working out? You look great. Stuff like that. Supportive. Dale. Um, and now he's just, oh, fuck you, Bill. You're fat. Okay, great. Um, Johnny. Hey, fatty. You're fat. Exactly. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are fat. I oh. just listened to um, Husky Bobby again, so like, oh, okay. it's stuck in my brain. I like going back and listening to like 
when the episode dropped, like, the episode's anniversary. Oh, nice. I think okay. it's cool to see, like, where I was as a human and, like, get the, like, point of reference. And it's cool because, like, Two Wizards has been going on for, like, two and a half years now. So, like, <laughs> I've got, like, an active scope into, like, it's just neat. I don't know. I want to wrestle. I made that note three times. I just want to wrestle. I just need to play grab ass. <laughs> I just need a buddy. I need you to come down here or something, or I don't know. I just, I got a lot of pent up man energy that I don't know how to get out. <laughs> and I don't mean oh, that in a gay man. way. That is just to say nope. that I'm a Greek kind of guy and I need to like manlyly express my supremacy over people and, or have people express, express their supremacy over me through contests of muscle. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got a stupid note. It's about Star Wars. Johnny, did you know that the clones beat the robots? Yes. Yeah, the the clones beat the robots, not the robots beat the clones. I just thought it was uh-huh. funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> uh, next time you're here, I decided you and I are going to have us a chicken off. It was inspired by Hank grabbing the entire chicken and eating it <laughs> like an apple. Eating the chicken like a goddamn hand fruit. So what I'm going to do is spatchcock two chickens and smoke them <laughs> on my new rig. And you and I are going to see who can eat an entire chicken first. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. in. I'm There's game. no way around this. No, it's the only word to go. So do I get to, to dress it steak. however I want? Do whatever you want, buddy. Yeah. Hey, excellent. I need a bowl of ranch on one side and a bowl of hot sauce on the other. All hail the conquering fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my ass is only so fat I need two seats at the at the movie theater, okay? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, you know, that honestly sounds like the best way to do it is just like a vat of hot sauce next to you and, yeah, just... <laughs> just yep. dunking it in yeah. or just grabbing handfuls. I, I The only flaw <laughs> to me is you have chicken in the middle. You need to have chicken first and then hot sauce, then ranch, and you just like got an assembly line of gorge. Hey, it's, it's, but if you got one on each side, then you just like, okay, right hand hot sauce. Then you do left hand ranch. You just intermittent, like you, you change. Oh, so you like have a piece of chip. Oh, I see. Ooh. Right. You know what? We'll talk strategy you're gonna next time you're going to man. <laughs> if you're going to spatchcock it, I'm going to rip that bitch in half. <laughs> it's a chicken, not Luann. Um. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there is too much fucking applause in this episode. Yeah, there's I, a lot. I hate how much goddamn... Uh, this reminds me of bad Tumblr posts in 2008 that always end with everybody burst into applause. Like... Yeah. God, everybody is clapping for everybody. Knock it off. Johnny, is that Danny Trejo? Yes. Okay. 100%. What, gotta be, right? I didn't... Again, yes. it's, it's Hulu rules where I can't look at the credits because it, like, shrinks it down to a Cheerio to show me the episode, like, next card or whatever. Right. He is, so, he's not credited in, at least in the wiki for the cast, like that particular character, the guy who's the head of the, the Arlentinos like yeah. group or whatever. But no, it's, it is like one, it's gotta be, I would, I would give one of the digits on my hands if, if that is not him. Yeah. I'd rock it. I'd, I'd be accused of that bad Larry. Yeah. 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 Um, and final note, um, Scrotabond is your free ska band name of the episode. Have fun, kids. Ooh. What do you got for me, Johnny? Ooh. Um, new costume for Peggy, Mark. 
first right out of the gate she comes right on in wearing like that like um was it like pink frilly tube top looking thing <laughs> yeah she did her uh senorita dress yeah her senorita dress thank you i don't remember seeing it before and maybe it's because season eight is very crisply drawn compared to a lot of the other stuff we've seen until like, the third episode in... yeah <laughs> yeah but we're in like the age of of nice animation and so i was like oh no that that color is popping i very much am seeing this very pretty um yeah. i'm gonna save the weird sjw shit for the last one uh the song that we hear when hank is working out do you are you aware of which song Mark? uh yeah it's, it's just in the garage yeah it's our it's our one uh music cue of the episode aqualung by jethro toll thank you thank you it's like i know this song and i had to look well, I had to look it up, just like sitting on a park bench. It's about a pedophile. Like, okay, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm. It's a cool song, but it's for a, not about a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, question for you, for the listeners out there. I need you all to tell me, because I honestly, I am flabbergasted that I've never noticed this before, but I watch a lot of anime and this is this is going to make a, a, a fun little comparison. Which run is more iconic? Which running animation? Hank when he's running away from the bull <laughs> or his arms up Naruto doing his ninja run? <laughs> well, he's also doing like straight up high knees. Yes, he is. And he's leaning back at like a 30 degree angle. <laughs> it is like comical as shit. Which makes so no that sense. Versus Naruto's like run. lean like... forward. <laughs> oh, I just, it made me laugh oh. so hard seeing it because it's so unexpected. Um, last note here. And it, this is, it's, I don't want it to get political, but it's going to get a little political. Get a little just political. a little bit. Yeah, do it up. This this episode hits me really different when they when I consider the fact that they're taking Bobby in to potentially go get testosterone, and twenty years ago that it seems like very plausible and it wouldn't make anybody really raise an eyeball. It's it's a cute little story. Half of the fucking country now would freak out if that was in an episode because it wouldn't be about him jumpstarting puberty. Why not? Why couldn't it be? Why do we got to play this fucking card? Like, it's what, 0.03% of the population? Like, no. It, 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 okay. Oh, I don't have a fucking problem with people wanting to do what they want to do. No, 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 but I, no, but I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, it's 0.3% of the population that needs to spike it. That's mine. I'm not talking to, yeah. sorry. I came in too hot. No, no I got no, you. No, it's, <laughs> no, I knew a dude in high school. We had that problem. He was like an incredibly late bloomer until like junior year. And he got, and he got the, the, the bump. Yeah. And then nobody ever picked on William ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Look what like, Slick Willie showed me. Li- dude, literally. Uh, nah, this dude went from like <laughs> four foot, nothing to like six foot 20. Just like, yeah. And I, I think it something. It was something. I mean, he's one of them weird kids. Like he had a bunch of problems, and all those problems compounded to other problems. And now I yeah. think he's got four kids and diabetes. So whatever. We're all just chasing that rainbow, boys. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, though, I just I found it interesting that this episode couldn't exist now. There's no way it could, not even in its current form, because people would they would find something stupid and political about it. Basically. Y'all need to leave trans people to fuck alone. If it doesn't, if it doesn't affect you, just leave them to fuck alone. Mark, let's get to pros because I don't want to talk about political bullshit anymore. You are the one that made it political. No, I know, and that's why I'm ending it. <laughs> pros: Joseph Spear, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Joseph scares me in this episode in a very good way. This is a very scary Joe. This is a couple when we oh no wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um when we were when we were talking about um 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 um, um Skillsaw Massacre and you're mm-hmm. like, how come Bobby isn't staying in Joseph's room? This is why. This is this is why. <laughs> because this is we see we see Joseph like you know rolling around being goofy like with Bobby, but like this is his default setting. <laughs> like so that's why yeah. Bobby did not want to stay in Joseph's room. <laughs> um, I just assumed it's because he didn't want to find the Indian in the cupboard, but. <laughs> I just ruined you, buddy. I can't breathe. I think you collapsed one of my lungs. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Shame on here, you. Here is, here is recorded proof that I'm just as fucking squirrely as you are. You got me. You got me real good. Wow. Holy shit. You speared. That was a spear out of nowhere. You were goddamn edge cashing in your money in a bank on an unknowing Montel Vontavious Porter. Um, that's right, guys. I colorblind casted myself. Um, I'm out of, I'm out of damn socks or I'm out of clean socks. I love that. I, anytime, anytime Hank gets mad and pissy. I love it. I love, or not pissy. Um, well, Teenagery. Like, Anytime he gets mad and testosterone-y. I, when yeah, he's like... Especially at bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when he's yelling about, damn it, this is why I bought a house so he couldn't just show up here. Like, and he's... <laughs> the whole, yeah. like, lifting scene is great. Like, the the poses. You were talking about anime. I thought that's where you were going to go. This is a very, mm. like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episode. Like, yeah. the hyper-exaggerated poses of Hank when he is ripped to shit. Like, the flailing of the arms, the the, the violent headbutt stan of Hank yeah. on the... Yeah, like, stand. It's a stand, not a stand. It's, yeah, um, goddamn. Um, can you hear this? And just... I love it. It's... <laughs> um, pro, a big part of being a man is doing what you don't want to do. God Damn it, is that the most correct thing I've ever heard? And finally, I think we have a little bit of resolution, John. Okay. All right, in Lupe's Revenge, you got real heated when Officer McMisery groped Hank, and she didn't find his fake batoks, right? Yeah. And my explanation was, well, yeah, because he's been using the orthotics, so he's building up a little bit of ass muscle here. We have a Hank. So now, 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 we have Hank. If nothing else... Peggy shrinking his balls 20% and boosted his ass by 40%. Hank's yeah, ass got damn. how the Grinch stole Christmas and grew three sizes that day. Damn, that is a pert tight <laughs> little ass when he is drinking down that tea. Woohoo, doggy. Mm-hmm. And we all get to see it, and now he's got it, and we can, at least now, even in, um, uh, what is it, uh, after the mold rush when he's in the hospital gown, he's still got yeah. an ass. I'm just throwing it out there. It's kind of great. Uh, give me some pros, buddy. Um, I, Peggy's excitement at the bull run in the beginning there. It is infectious. Like, I got really excited for a bull run, too, because she is, like, 
she cranks it up. She comes in at like an eight out of 10 and then she cranks it up to like a fucking 12 in a matter of 10 seconds. And it's like, okay, I, we are getting double barrel Kathy and Jimmy right in the face first thing in this episode. And I am, I'm into it. I'm right there. Okay. Um, pro, we get a new Dale conspiracy. Which it makes one? me happy. What's the Dale? So conspiracy? he talks about he talks about the um, the bulls in Mesquite and how that was just a trial run for what's going to happen because now they're feeding them testosterone and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not what that's not what's happening. But I love a good classic <laughs> Dale conspiracy. The stupider <laughs> and the less stakes it's got, the better. So this is a fantastic one. Um, when they're at the doctor's office, Peggy uses the word gland, and I will always <laughs> laugh at the word gland every single time. Vulgar. Like, it's <laughs> asinine. Um, this is a, a callback. Well, I feel I felt very much like nostalgic and a little bit of deja vu here. This is not the first time Peggy has drugged her husband, Mark. Nope. This is going all the way back to Hank's back problem when she tries to feed him the laxative. And I was like, holy shit. She is a bad wife sometimes. Okay, but to be fair, a doctor told a woman with a traumatic brain injury that it was okay to do it. And then he skirted <laughs> oh, he around. Not. The th- yes, he did. Dude, I, I'm <laughs> playing the child of a traumatic brain injured person. You need to be a thousand percent direct. And even after that... A thousand percent might not be enough directness. You cannot be ambiguous. <laughs> this doctor knew exactly what he was doing. Shame on him. Um, I love that uh, testosterone Hank sees right through Dale's bullshit. You already brought it up talking about uh, uh, um, androids, robots, and yeah, exactly. But I love that whole scene where he just takes him down a peg and then he gets to number four. And if you were from the future, you would have seen this coming. Bam! And then the guys just start, like, cheering him on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's excellent. And it's a pro to me that Con and Min both have their own set of binoculars to stare <laughs> at the neighbors. Yes. <laughs> Hot damn, did I miss Con and Min. Oh, like I haven't, it's good to I haven't see talked him. to them in ages. But, Boy, it's good to see them. Um, get me some cons, man. Oh, some cons. Uh, number one, cooking in the microwave. Con. Mm. shame on you people. yeah <laughs> it's like it's like using lube for sex just do the goddamn footwork come on now gang um boy hank is gonna put the boots to peg leg medium style a lot <laughs> a lot a lot wow um, only if jag is a rerun doesn't i you know how long i tried to write a fucking jag joke about that <laughs> like <laughs> Hank Did you is really? Got, oh, I tried so hard. I was like, oh, yeah, Hank's going to appeal to her Navy Appellate board or some shit. Like, I tried so hard. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, do an NCIS reference because NCIS is JAG. And then I was like, nobody knows what NCIS is. And then I got mad at myself and, like, called myself on a retro reference rage in my head. And I was like, you need to just stop. Point is. Mark, NCIS still exists, man. Oh, I know. I think JAG. It's still yeah. happening. It's still Mark Harmon, right? Like. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like Simpsons at this point. It'll just never ever end. Yes, it is like 20 plus seasons. They've got like spin-offs and shit. Wilmer Valderrama, the Fez is in one of their spin-offs. Oh, yeah, he's the he's yeah, I he which one is he in? It's it doesn't matter. I know which one you're talking about. Like I remember <laughs> it's like seeing NCIS the TV Coco Beach. 
and CIS go go. That's racist. <laughs> I didn't go there. I just because it was they always do some like you always get the really cool like hardcore one that's in a big city like Chicago or New York, and then the spinoff is always on a like some beach bullshit, so they can have like airboat races and and chases and shit. I don't know. Objection, Your Honor. The defendant is too caliente. <laughs> Sustained. And then they all dance. I don't know. I, I'm doing yeah. Monsignor Martinez in my head. But it's former Valderrama. Um, yeah, that's what I got for cons. I don't... Um, and I guess, like, general con of... The boy is 14 years old and you're trying to juice him. Like... Yeah. You know when, 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 it's a when, little icky. when 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 uh uh Stewie goes on steroids. It's because Peter's a dumb shit and because he got his ass right. kicked by a little baby girl and Peter's a dumb shit. And I can forgive Peter Griffin being a dumb shit versus Hank and is like, "Oh yeah, well and I understand it. You need it for the framing device. You need it for all of it. It's all a thousand percent. This is what you need and we get a great episode out of it." I'm just like, "God, Hank, you're drugging your boy." Um, yeah. I also have a, well, no, give me your cons. And then I've got a retro reference rage if you don't. Um, I do not. So, okay. um, so cons Peggy needs to step the fuck off. Yep. Hank does not have IMS. He's getting burnt the fuck out because everyone's calling in. Like there is very clearly a difference between just being at the end of your shit at work and getting really pissed off about it. And like having your manzies as they explained it. So she needs to stop being so traumatically brain damaged. Do you think that there's a little bit of reason behind it, though? I mean, Hank is always pissed off, though. That's like his baseline. So, like, what is she what is she really trying to say? No, he's not. He's not always pissed off. We have happy Hank like we do have happy Hank, but we have irritated Hank more than happy Hank. He's constantly fixing everybody. He's got an idiot problem. I sympathize. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like she just needed to step back instead of, I mean, obviously that's it's no, I, not I, the I point you. of the whole fucking episode, but yeah. Um, steaks should not just assimilate a pill. So I, I don't know what sirloin she was feeding him, but it looked like it was more Salisbury know. than sirloin. Yeah. It had to have been like, why make that? If she had made that, that line of you're getting Salisbury steak. I would not have had this fucking problem. Yeah. But she specifically said, I'm upgrading you to a sirloin. You can't just push pills into a fucking piece of steak. And also he's going to be chewing it. He's just going to bite into a fucking pill. No. Um, I'm more bothered that like, so, okay. Um, why? I think we've talked about this before a little bit. Like why would the Hills ever not cook on propane for like propane based things like steak. I want to say there was one where she had made him yeah. a burger or something in the skillet. And we've called right. it. And just these little things like that. And I know how stupid that is, but like you grill a steak, you know, you don't. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, the only other con I have for this episode is I noticed it on a, in a handful of the character models and it's only for a few frames, but their teeth look weird. Yes, they. I saw that too, and I thought I was being okay. Weird about yeah. Somebody's no, and it's not somebody's every, talking not at one episode. point, and it's super screwed. Like it's like noticeably fucked up, and I cannot remember who it is. But like yeah, like they get rid of all of the black lines that delineate teeth, so it just looks like they have a white mouth guard in. Yeah, yeah, it was strange. Well, but, then somebody's uh, drawn that's, that's with like, like a super gap too. Like 
Oh, right, somebody's right, got right. like turbo lines too. It's it's real weird. Like yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, but that's my cons, man. Give me your retro rage. Retro rage. Uh, the no cell phones in the doctor's office sign. I laugh my ass off. Uh, like, uh, yeah, uh, they still uh, exist, but nobody even nobody respects them. I see doctors on their damn cell phones. Like, right? <laughs> PHI protected health information. What? That doesn't exist. Is that what that was? I thought it was for um. I thought it was because uh they they queered the uh MRIs or some shit. No, well, that may have been the case then. I that, that's I'm assuming long since been fixed. But no, it's it's like that people don't want you to have your cell phones out and shit because it's protected health information. You're supposed to stand ten feet away when someone goes and gets their prescription. Because oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> oh, my vodka didn't mix, John. Oh God. Oh no, buddy. I mixed a rocket fuel, a uh, 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 peach lemonade Vizzy with vodka, and the oh, I thought I stirred it enough. The- and I did not. <laughs> oh God, that should have stuck with the vodka. ghetto blasters, man. Oh, these are my jams, dude. These rocket fuels. There was uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> um, Josh and I did the uh, no beer challenge, so we just drank uh, Vizzies for a whole month, and we both lost like ten pounds. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh God, I can't no more ghetto blasters ever again. I oh so hungover. <laughs> Um, also, ghetto blasters. Drinking ghetto blasters. Also, another one. Um, what is Dale giving Hank to watch to spook him? Um, I, my mind is drawing a blank right now. A VHS tape of the most deadly bull gorings, or <laughs> bull gorings go bad. And I just yes, I was taken aback. He it's handed YouTube the man now. a tape, and then I got really bummed out because when's the last time you saw a VHS VHS tape covers hit differently, man? They were just a different kind of thing, and boy, mm-hmm. I miss those. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, um, well, yeah. I, favorite moments. Favorite moments. What you got for me? So. Um, Peggy getting all obstinate at the beginning of the episode and telling Hank, well, you're going to have to make your own dinner then. And him just walking over and turning on the microwave. Yep. The- <laughs> I love it. Cause it was like, mm, fine. I guess that's what I'll do. Um, Hank, uh, getting mean and bullying Dale while he's on the mower and just going, I'll kick your fat bull ass. <laughs> <laughs> always good but you already named the biggest favorite moment that i have and it's not a it's not a laughy moment it's a goddamn like way of life and a way you should be living Mm -hmm. a big part of being a man is doing things you don't want to do everybody needs to internalize that because everyone will experience it like we all have to do shit that we don't like to do i don't like to do laundry i don't like to do dishes but if i didn't do them my house would be a fucking pigsty and no one would want to come and talk to me yeah like, I don't like I have to go to, to shower. Work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, you have to do shit in your life. And the sooner you can understand that, the sooner you can make peace with it and enjoy the little things about whatever you're doing. I know people but, in their forties that refuse to make peace with it. Yeah. Uh, Mark, favorite moments. Favorite moments I have two. Number one, the fight via Min and Khan. That is fantastic. That was a great way to do it. <laughs> that was the right way to do that scene. And I really, really appreciated it. And I really, really enjoyed yes. it. And them watching it. Okay, number one, like them getting excited because, haha, there's domestic abuse on our front lawn. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, sure, that's a problem. But whatever. Khan and Min are assholes. We already know this one. We've established this. We've been to this party. But the like, 
that the them Rosencrantzing and Gildersterning or whatever the hell it's called, you know that one, and it's like they're dead, but they re- relate the tale of uh, Hamlet off stage or whatever. That them doing yeah. that was a great way to do it. I, I love it. I love how they did it. And then why he pointing to his crotch like that? Like, and the longer <laughs> they watch, the more uncomfortable it becomes for all parties involved. And that's great. Um, but then also, um, you kind of already called it out with him taunting, poking on Dale with the, come on, you stupid bull, when he headbutts him. Um, I, I froze framed that scene, and that's going to be the, the like, the the sting art for this. You know, when I post on Twitter, like, yes. this week we're watching this. I love that little, I want that animation frame. Holy shit. Hank's finishing move on Dale is great. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think we're to ratings, buddy. Got anything else to say? Oh, hey, I got a weird one. Did you ever shower? Is that a thing? Is that a thing in middle school, high school? Did you shower? I never showered. Uh, th- nope, they never made us do that. You, we had to dress out for gym, but you did. they didn't make a shower. Yeah, dress um, out. Not unless you were in team sports. And even team even sports, then, they didn't make us. Like, yeah. You had the option. I Some think they made did, our... But... I, I think they made our varsity teams do it because they were the ones that tended to do like the later games and shit. And they're like, no, you got to do this. We can't send you home. Mm-hmm. Like smelling like ass after a game. We're not going to put you on a two hour bus ride back to <laughs> ass town. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I wondered, I, I kind of wonder if that's yeah. a thing that's been like largely done away with. Hopefully. God, I hope so. Do you feel bad? We didn't talk about the B story at all. Cause I don't like what's it's, the, what's the B story? Ties in. You want to talk about the B it's story? Bobby. What's the B story. <laughs> It's it's Bobby who he doesn't want to take a shower, so he's fail he's failing Jim. No, like, it's not. That's, no, that's it's the story. Yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable situation, and for once, I sympathize with Bobby. I, yeah, yeah, poor little guy. He should not be penalized for not wanting to shower in front of a bunch of people. Uh, there, uh, Ramon has the line of "I call this one eggs over easy," and it's like this is uncomfortable. <laughs> this is uncomfortable and sad, and I don't know. Funny. Uh, it's funny because <laughs> it's not me. Yeah, yeah, and then I. Did you ever play the goat game? Real quick, you, you know the goat game where you stick your dick and balls between yeah. your legs and you moon somebody, and they come around the corner, you get to call them gay. Uh, yeah. I think what was yeah, it? Yeah, Waiting yeah. showed us that. Waiting the, that the movie Waiting. So all of the high school track team team did it all the goddamn time, <laughs> all the goddamn time. <laughs> Oh God! So much penis was seen. I whatever. I don't care. Um, you want to break down a rating system, buddy? I don't want to talk about naked children anymore. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. No, it's a, that's a that's a good call. Our rating system is as follows: at the very bottom, you've got your charcoal episodes. These are like F, like just absolute garbage tier. Um, a charcoal episode is one you may watch one time on your initial like run through, and then you're never gonna go back to it again because it's not memorable and it's not fun. After that, you got your Megalo. Megalo is kind of like a D or uh, say a bronze medal. It's uh, also not very good. You're not going to seek this type of episode out. It's a little bit better than Charcoal. Uh, Maybe it's got like a fun guest star or something like that. But really, a Megalo episode is not very good either. After that, you got your Butane. Butane's a bastard gas. And just like that, these episodes are ones you love to hate and you hate to love. A butane episode is kind of like uh, like the silver middle of the road every day. Like, cool, I want to watch some King of the Hill. I don't really want to care about what I watch. That's a that's a butane episode. After that, you got your Char Kings. A Char King is the gold standard of King of the Hill. Great characters, great story, great guest stars, all of that stuff rolled into one. 
uh, if Mark and I both give an episode a Char King, it's called a Char King Imperial. Imperial basically says this episode could be perfect. It's just missing a little context in order for you to understand all of the little minutia in it. So uh, you, you're going to want to know a little bit of character backstory or something is going to be referenced that was from a few episodes earlier. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, it's a fantastic episode. The only way it can get any better is when you don't need that context. And it's just a fantastic 20 minutes of your life. These are Blue Flame of Valor episodes or our highest rank S tier. Blue Flame of Valor is the best episodes of King of the Hill. They're what you show to somebody who's never seen this before. And you say, hey, I want you to get into this. Watch a couple of these with me. And they're going to love it just like you do. So, Mark, on a scale of charcoal to blue flame, what do you give Incredible Hank? I gave the Incredible Hank HR King. This is a really good episode. I laughed my ass off. Sure, it's problematic. Sure, it doesn't hold up. I don't give a fuck. It's great. Um, B-Story's dumb. (laughs) I don't care. It's great. It's still funny. I... I, I still, I, you know what, you're right. You, you called me out and I do feel guilty. We we didn't quite address it as well as we should have. And I also missed one of my favorite moments in Nancy getting horny for Hank. I forgot the whole. Yeah. I was so horned up about Hank's hiney that I forgot about Nancy. And I'm sorry about that. But no, yep. Char King, great episode. It's hilarious. A lot of good animation. Like, a lot of good just, like, animation. Um, Above Hank. I really appreciate just, like, ripped to shit Hank. <laughs> um, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to see a little bit of Cotton. That would have been kind of cool to see, like, Hank yell at Cotton, like, tell Cotton off. But, eh, oh, no. yeah. Char King. Also, um, I'm sorry. I had a note. Be- I told you uh, when we started that I wrote my notes. And you I did. have one note that I didn't understand. And this is my final con, is this weird Mexican Hank Hill that you should be getting in about 10 seconds here. Hey, there it is. Mexican oh, Hank Hill. Oh, good lord. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a pencil mustache and everything. It's literally curly-headed, pencil-thin mustache Mexican Hank Hill. That was... <laughs> <laughs> that is very bizarre, guys. It freaked me out. I'm going to put up on the Twitter. Uh, John, what are you rating this one? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, So I gave it a butane. Butane, okay, okay. I gave it a butane. I like this episode. But as I watched it, I came to realize every single member of the Hill family is villainized in this episode. Um, Peggy drugs her husband, makes her a bad fucking person. Hank is like kind of a gigantic asshole for a, a while. It makes him kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, I mean, straight, he straight up headbutts his best friend in the face. Um, Bobby continuously lies all episode up to the point where he gets his dad in real mortal danger because of it. Mm. Every single character is villainized, so it's hard for me to want success for any of them at the end of this episode. I just wanted the story to be over. Do you have and a hero was. in so, this episode? Um, no. Oh, I just—I was just curious. I don't have an answer. I was just—I just wondered. No, 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 and that's just it. I don't really. The hero here, the voice of reason, isn't in this episode, and it's Missy Melons. Hmm. She would have. She would have helped talk down Peggy. She would have helped um, talk up Bobby, like giving him courage. She would have given him one of those patented Missy Mellon's pep talks. Like you include Luann in this episode and a lot of this shit doesn't get to farcical consequence. It's why she's not here. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) the unspoken hero isn't here because she would be the hero. Okay. (laughs) Guys, I stand Luann. This is a Luanna Stan podcast. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> well, Mark, I say we move on to our next episode. What do you think? Well, I would be inclined to agree with you, but I think there's an elephant in the room that we need to address real quick, if you don't mind. Oh, man. Yeah. This yeah, is breaking news. This is effectively breaking news. This is as breaking as Dangle Podcast has ever been. Like, I, like within the last 24 hours is when this has officially hit up like nine different media sources. Yeah. Shit, the Reddit post alone is like 20,000 upvotes at this point. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you guys don't know, Hulu, uh, uh, what, what do you call that? Greenlit, uh, a revival of King of the Hill. Um, yeah, at least 10 episodes. If they're doing 10. it the Futurama route, then they're getting 20. Fuck, I hope not. Um, <laughs> cause Futurama got 20. Yeah. Yeah. I know they did. Um, um two of them were good. The, the big, um, <laughs> I mean the big, the big, like the big news about it is they've already signed on every original actor with the exception of one. Britney Murphy. And the ones that are no longer... No, no. And the ones that are no longer there. Who did they not um, get? Um, it's, uh, it's not Johnny Hardwick. Um, who who plays Khan? Oh, Toby Huss. We, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We knew we couldn't get Toby Huss to be Khan anyway. Like... It, it, well, exactly. You and so, I have thought about this really, for, what, kind 68 of, episodes of a podcast? Like... Yeah. Well, and like, I, I'm sure that Toby Huss will be involved somehow, but I really doubt he's coming back as Khan. Um, yeah, I've also be been told, I guess, but... well, and I, I've seen, uh, I want to see some cotton flashbacks. Mm. Like that's what I'm hoping for is that we get some more cotton. Um, no, like they, they've st- straight up stated that this is going to be modern. Yeah. So it is set 20 years into the future. So you can, if, if Khan is still on the block, you can get an older, actual Laotian man to play him, and it'll be fine. Nah, it won't. Won't be the same. <laughs> like people's same. voices change. You know, you think Kathy and Jimmy's gonna sound the same as she did in two thousand nine when this stopped? Because oh, I don't. Oh, you mean like how fucking uh, what's her name? Uh, Nancy or or no? Who plays Marge Simpson? Uh, Knavner, Julie Knavner. Like the way Julie that Kavner, she sounds yeah. good at all. The way that she sounded good since the fucking Simpsons movie in 07? Like no, I. Yeah. Okay, I need to be a a thousand percent and abundantly clear on this. I am very glad that everybody who was in the original cast is now back again. Um, Lauren, uh, or not Lauren Tom. Well, Lauren Tom was juiced about it. We follow her on uh, Twitter. Um, And Pamela Alden was all gassed about it, and she was excited. I'm happy for them. I am glad that they are getting to go back to a thing that they like. I am very oh, yeah. disappointed and upset that this show that ended in 2009 is going to get rehashed and drugged to the fucking mud. Because as we have talked about before, number one, nobody who likes a thing can ever like a thing now in today's modern era. So already, yeah. by default, people are going to hate it. And then point two, what stories can we possibly see? Like, I just... Do you want Simpsons of the Hill? Do you want Hillarama? No. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just... King of the Hill had a good arc. It had a great run. It had a great ending. And I'm saying this with you and I just starting season eight right now in this rewatch. Up until this point, I have loved 80% of these episodes and I've enjoyed my time here. I am just very reticent and I hate the idea that yet another thing is getting rebooted. Does nobody else have another another idea? Does no... I guess my biggest takeaway is thank fuck it's Netflix or it's Hulu and not Netflix. That's my biggest takeaway. Like, because yeah. you know what? I'm not going to see Bobby's dick. That's thank God it's Hulu. <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say. Well, I don't so, want to talk about it anymore. I, or I don't have anything else I want to say. Um, I just, 
I'm not excited. I am worried about it. Um, but to that end, hey, any writers that might have picked up this podcast, come check us out. Uh, Johnny and I probably have a really solid scope of what we're doing, and uh, we have episode ideas for you. But to that end, I – yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hate this. I'm immediately going to pimp that you please give me a writing job. I love it, Mark. I hate this, um, but I, I want to see it done well. You know? Yeah. Hey, man, someone's got to shoot the fucking family dog. I love him the most. I'll do it clean. I want Bobby Hill to take this shot. <laughs> like, yep. <sighs> I I have some faith here because we, Greg Daniels and Mike Judge are both back. I saw that. You, know, and you that didn't makes just me... get one; you got both. Yeah. So I I have they them coupled with the original cast. I'm just curious what their writers' room is going to look like, and and if they're going to take the Futurama approach of hey, everything in the past is now canon. So now we're going to have to address things like Boomhauer's job. We're going to have to address things like, hey, is Bill actually dead at this point in this series? Because 20 years in the future, he probably fucking should be. You know who wrote a spec strip about Boomhauer marrying men and Bill getting on keto? This motherfucker. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, we'll see how it goes. I don't need any more King of the Hill in my life. I'm happy watching the same damn 13 seasons over and over and over again until the day I die. But... If you can yeah. give me one good episode into a 14th season that is worth rewatching and adding to that, I will consider it a success because yeah. it's one more than I ever thought I would get to see again. But that's fair. I, I'm not holding my breath that it's going to be the. It's not obviously going to be the first six seasons of content quality. No one's going to be happy. No one's going to enjoy it. Everyone's going to get super pissed off, and then the other half of them are going to get real defensive. Oh, also rest assured, guys, Dangle Podcast will be covering it when it comes out, but we will finish our initial run first. Uh, when's it? Do you know when it's yes. supposed to release? Did you? I didn't catch that. I didn't catch an actual um, release. No. Date. It's just it's just been greenlit. Um, it's just like Futurama. They haven't given any details about what the release schedule looks like. Yeah. Um, with Futurama, they just announced that it was going to be two 10-season or 10-episode seasons. Mm -hmm. And they haven't even announced that much about King of the Hill yet. So. Yeah, because we'll I see. haven't seen a lot. I read the Vanity Fair article that I posted on the Twitter. Um, right. And then I think I read a second one. Well, the one that you sent me, you sent me that one initially. Yeah, that's right. I think I sent you that one. You or sent me the Vanity Variety. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Or v Variety, not Vanity Fair. Yeah. Sorry. V. Yeah. V magazine names. Yeah. Um, Vigini. Vigini. Principal Vagina. It's <laughs> Swedish. No relation. Um, <laughs> Possibly Scandinavian. Possibly Scandinavian. On a scale of charcoal <laughs> to blue flame of valor, I'm giving the reboot a tentative. Megalo, because I'm very scared. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we can, I'm sorry. See. We can move on or we can talk more. I just, no. I wanted to bring it up. I, I'm i also no, really I, glad I that necessary. we didn't, that you and I were not in the same room when it happened, because I'm pretty sure our combined reaction energy output would have at least leveled <laughs> Alamosa. Guys, there, there would have been holes in Mark's wall. That's what would have happened. And not out of joy. No. You and I would have gone, like, they would have found us in the Carol's Woods with a bunch of, like, mouse and beetle heads on toothpick stakes screaming nakedly into the aether. Yeah. That's exactly it. <sighs> well, Mark, what do you say we move on? Let's scream nakedly in the aether at Flirting with the Master. Yes, episode 154, original air date, November 30th, 2003. This was written by our good buddy, Norm Hiscock. It's actually the last episode that he wrote for King of the Hill. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah, and also, did you know that he's Canadian? Really? I did not know that. Yeah. 
Hey. He is Canadian. Uh, so, hey, I, uh, how, how, how are you now, Norm? How are you now, Norm? Okay. <laughs> Norm Hiscock is Would online. you like to go is get some now? sushis and, and sashimis? Johnny's been watching Letterkenny, guys. <laughs> Lots of Letterkenny. Uh, I actually finished it last night. Okay. You are Cast ahead of, of me. characters. Good for you. <laughs> Cast of characters, Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Lou Ann Platter, Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill DiBetrove, Monsignor <laughs> Martinez, Eduardo Felipe, Antonio and Christina, Eduardo's children, Maria Felipe, and Random Named Teenager. Uh, synopsis, Mr. Mark. Monsignor Martinez sends Peggy some mixed signals while she is tutoring in Mexico. Que bueno. Bueno. So this is going to be an interesting A story, B story. Um, I, the A story characters I have here are Peggy, Hank, and Eduardo. Okay. And the B story characters, because I feel like we do have kind of a B story in Bobby and Luann and Hank. Mm. I put Hank in both A and B because I feel like he's definitely integral, at least to the end of A. Yeah. But he's also like one of the only people that is knocking Luann down a peg in the B story. Thank God. <laughs> if you even want to call it a B story, it's basically two vignettes of Luann being a dumbass. We'll talk about it. I got some. I got some things yeah. to say. Uh, well, let's jump into your notes then, man. My notes. All right. Uh, number one, just it's not even a note. It's more of a pro. Just Monsignor Martinez, the wedding scene, uh, shooting the guy, kissing the girl, dropping the chandelier, killing those motherfuckers. Great, great Monsignor Martinez. Um, you right. and I, for a very long time, were attempting to track the like episodic Monsignor Martinez's to see if they formed a cohesive uh, movie plot. I'm pretty damn right. sure they don't. They don't. This isn't McBain. Um, they're just having fun, and I love them for it. Um, this episode is old. This episode is way too old. This is this is a uh, this is a company man floating about in season two yeah. that was supposed to air in season one. The animation is a thousand percent off. Um, we're gonna see this a lot more next week because I took I watched so I watched Incredible Hank, what last night, and then I watched the last three this morning at three a.m. because I got that good gribble insomnia schedule. Um, <laughs> but like, there is a marked difference. And uh, the animation quality between uh, Incredible Hank and then um, uh, 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 after the Mold Rush and this episode. This episode okay. is a season four or five episode. Uh, animations are slow. They're clunky. They're blocky. They're they're not bad. It's just this is old animation. Uh, it's my theory. It, it, it's, it, it's interesting to say or for you to say to me. Or sorry, let me try it again. It's interesting when you tell me that like Norm Hiscock, this was his last episode. Because, like, yeah, I, this is old. This is just an old episode. It's shot old. I don't know where it's at. Like, the continuity makes no sense. So, like, uh, sometime after Nancy Boys, probably, um, because Nancy's probably back with Dale, so past season three at least, um, Peggy is teaching. Peggy has a, like, actual Spanish class. Lupe's Revenge. Maybe mm -hmm. kind of... Do you, do you see where I'm coming at here? Like, I don't know where yeah. this should be in the timeline. But my biggest hang-up is the animation and just a little bit of the framing. And I really don't care because, by and large, I enjoy the episode and I can overlook it. But, like, I was taken aback and, like... I did make like I like kind of had to stop and restart it. Like, is this the right fucking episode? Just because the animation difference is so jarring, and therefore I'm like, well, where is this supposed right. to be at? 
whatever. Does not matter. Uh, pant load. We get pant load from another human in King of the Hill when they're banging <laughs> on the, the window at poor Monsignor it's, Martinez. It's in my favorite moments. <laughs> Say bye, Condias, you pant load. Yeah, do not encourage them. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, uh, side note, um, Eduardo is just Mike Judge, right? He's just Mike Judge doing a little bit better yes. of uh, Octavio, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I needed the validation there. I was I I think no, I'm pretty sure Eduardo is the same voice as the astounding Herrera. Like I think it's his astounding Herrera voice. Yeah, and then I but I also like you can hear a little bit of Octavio in it too. You can. Yeah. You can. It's just it's just Mike Judge doing a Mexican accent and he he does a good job, but I yeah. General note, fuck this B plot. I don't There okay. <laughs> I can't there's this one and there's one in like season 12 or 13 when no one takes Luann seriously and I just remember them her like yelling at Connie and Bobby and I thought this was that one I'm like what is I was really confused this episode I guess but fuck this B plot Luann's obnoxious and kind of dumb I guess I I don't know I you go from returning Jack because otherwise it's says Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, you need, you need filler because otherwise it's a solid Peggy episode and nobody thinks Peggy is strong enough to have her own episode like that. There's bullshit. I do. I know she does. Fucking uh, I, the substitute Spanish prisoner don't. is its great own Peggy subplot. Um, Like, yeah, nah, just totally do it. Like, I don't, whatever. Uh, general note. Um, And I just, I, I like this. I, and maybe I'm wrong. Anybody who knows if I'm wrong, please correct me. But it is my understanding that um, maybe this could almost be a con, but uh, telenovela stars do not have actual scripts. They are fed the lines into an earpiece during the time of recording. Oh, I didn't know So that. the whole scene of – this is – okay, so I know this via Kevin Smith who was on – he did like a weird like stint on a Mexican tele, telenovela and made really good friends with one of their stars there. And she kind of told him all this. But I remember um, on a Hollywood Babylon years ago, him a couple of them, he described this scenario where, like, they don't have actual scripts. They have no idea what's going to happen. So, like, all the reactions okay. are very real in character. And I super appreciate that. Because, like, these people okay. are, like, being fed, like, plot lines, like, literally seconds before they learn it, just like in real life. Um, but they have an earpiece that's concealed, and so they just have somebody, everybody, every actor has their own script reader who reads into their given earpiece, and they just deliver the dialogue like that back and forth. So, uh, <laughs> all that is to say the Peggy and uh, Eduardo line, or the whole, like, script running scene, totally fake, not even real at all, but I don't even care, I just, it was a cool note that I had, and I might be 100% wrong, but blame me for being a white guy that believes in Kevin Smith, you know? <laughs> if I committed one sin here tonight, it's that. Uh, what What do you got for notes? I've been talking for so fucking long. I'm sorry. No, you know you're good. I don't have a lot of notes here. Um, if this episode makes me want to start watching telenovelas because of how ridiculous they are. Um, I swear, every time we see Monsignor Martinez, he's getting better. Like his plot lines are getting better. They're more interesting, or they're just more off the fucking rails. Yeah. So, yeah, is what it is. <laughs> um. I have, it's a question here. Why did they only give us, it's like, it has no bearing on anything else other than the fact that he brings up, oh, I talked to Nancy last night. Why did they give us three flame, three frames of Dale flexibly, like putting his, his ankles behind his head in nothing but his underwear? He's doing yoga. It's a Dale thing. It's exactly what he's supposed to be doing. 
Right, but he doesn't interact at all in the scene. She literally looks over, like makes it a point to look over and see Dale. Why does she need? Why does he like, need to I, interact? He's perfect. He's perfect in that scene. Like she thinks that know. he is preoccupied it just, it, it with his like ankles and like John Redcorn position. Like, nah, not at all. I I think it's a hundred percent fine. Like. She makes gotcha. sure that Dale can't hear her, and she goes, oh, yeah, he's got his ankles behind his ears in, like, the weird yoga pose. There's no way he's going to, like, pay attention. He's, he, he's, he is a nose hair away from attaining nirvana. <laughs> and, like, nah. It didn't happen. didn't happen. I didn't do it. It happened through me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't understand the, the trials of Peggy through him, but Vi, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm going to quit trying to defend it. I, I like Dale doing <laughs> fucking yoga. And be, we, we know Dale's flexible, like monkey style, squirrel tactics. I like it. I don't know. It just threw me off. It I'll was take like, the why throwing off. If it's yeah. not going to be a thing. I'll take the throwing off. But yeah. Uh, and my last note for this, fuck this episode. Do you not like it? How do you, I mean, okay. We're like no. super jumping the gun no, here. No, no, no. Like, I really like this episode. I think it's funny. I think it has its moments. I think it works well. I think it's plausible and, in so far this, this as epi- how implausible it is, this episode is plausible for King of the Hill. Like this episode lost half a rank because I am currently now dealing with not seeing my wife for the next five months. Johnny, That's why fuck this episode. You being because it's horny all about, doesn't count. Yeah, no, it's not about me being horny. It's about like Hank doing sweet shit for her when she comes back, and like it. It's it's rough, man. And you're really hoping that when you get back to Germany, you're gonna. Have uh, his and her sink in your apartment. That's cute. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I I am. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm in a bad headspace to begin with. And this was not the episode for oh. me to watch in a bad headspace. Missing I'm my sorry. lady. I'm sorry, buddy. No, it's that's why the, that that's not that I don't like the episode, but fuck this episode. What what would <laughs> what would happy Johnny as a sophomore in college getting drunk with Mark watching this think of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I have to put my, my, my I have to put my brain in that mindset. Um, I'm gonna jump into pros though, if you don't mind. All right, yeah, you, you, you do that. Get yeah, get positive. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, a pro for me is that this is two Nancy episodes in a row. I like the increase in Nancy visibility. Like mm. she is now becoming Peggy's like big confidant. Yes. So we saw her last episode where uh, she's getting all flustered over Hank, which is really I. It, it is the cherry on top of them, like, taking the piss out of him a season ago and saying that he is not the hottest guy in the alley mm-hmm. to just like, oh, yeah, by the way, here he is. But so we, we get her again in her cute little pink tube top. Um, it, I, I like seeing more Nancy. I also really love sick Bobby. And you can't see my air quotes, oh, but there's yes. air quotes around the yes. word sick. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Um, it's a pr- it's a pro to me that even though it's not beer, all the guys are still drinking the V eight juice. <laughs> that yeah, that was one of mine too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really really like this because the writers did something very smart. They intentionally left Peggy normal looking. They didn't try and and like make her overly hot. They didn't try and and like. Pull the wool over your eyes. The whole episode, y- there's no reason for you to think that um, uh, Eduardo is into her. 
because it's just it's it's yeah it's just that it's just okay so uh-huh. here's a, 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 a telenovela star and he is ripped to shit and he's beautiful here is Peggy Hill she is forty one and not and getting too big for britches but she <laughs> 41 is yes and homely in and, her own mayhem or yes, her own mayhem it, yes yes absolutely it is it's it's Peggy being naive and but they're not being mean about that. it like I I think your point is you're, they're not being mean about it you know what I mean. I mean, eventually they do. They but, do. Well, no, yeah, but I exactly. no, but I mean, it's not like, and that's what. Okay, never mind. Sorry, we'll I'll get there in a minute. Sorry, because I have a note yeah, but about no, like this too tangentially, but it's a con. So, gotcha. Well, no, like I just to me, it's it's rewarding as a viewer to know, like, okay, they didn't change Peggy up. They didn't try and doll her up to to make this attractive. If you know Peggy, then you know he's not interested, and you know that she will take it the wrong way. It's it's I like this writing because it trusts you to be a smart viewer. Yes, you need a lot of so, context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like if you have that context, though, like it's 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 satisfying. Uh, give me your pros, man. Pros. Uh, Nancy's crop top. Wow, I think I'm cheating on yeah. Luann this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Peggy's. Yeet of Bobby out the door into the locker to dispose of him. Holy shit. I laughed way too hard. And his tiny little head poking back up through the window. There's that. There's the locker <laughs> smash. There's a lot of good solid Foley in the scene. I just, I laughed way too hard. Um, I really appreciate the animation in the Nancy Peggy cell phone call. Right. Um, I don't. I don't know a better way to say it. This is a very girly call for Peggy. She's like, she's laying. It, it reminds me of like teen movies where like the girls laying on her stomach, her feet are up in the air, they're kicking. She's in the skirt like that. These little scenes, right. these little like uh, uh, vignettes, are what we're getting to see, and I really, really appreciated that. Um, you right. already hit this, but the guys drinking V eight is precious. <laughs> um, and then. Um, when Peggy looks at Hank after she's back back home and she can't figure out quite what he has done romantically yet, and she goes, did you buy scented candles? And Hank gives her a, like, no face. I, <laughs> I love Hank's scented candle face. He's just like, no, dumbass. I, it's precious. I love it. Like, oh, yeah, might have. I, I, it's cute. I, I really, really like that face. Um, And then general pro of just Hank. I... I am bad at expressing emotion. Um, you know that. Like so was Hank. Until I get drunk. Um like I can tell my lady I love her, but I'm bad at holding hands in public, so I I understand this like Hankness. And so his like yeah. effort in this episode, it makes me very happy and I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, those are my pros. Uh, cons. Cons. I only have one. Okay. I only have one here. Um, Peggy's bait and switch with the propane convention is scummy. Really? I don't like that. Really? I don't like her tactic there. It makes me mad. Hmm. If my wife tried to pull some shit like that on me, I'd be furious and be like, no, fuck you. You don't get to go just because you did that. (laughs) But that's me. See, I like I took that a little personally. I like the Peggy bait and switch. I thought it was really funny. Um... Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How about your cons? I got two. Number one, why would Bobby be using Hank's toothbrush in the house? There are two fucking bathrooms. This is yeah. the kind of shit that pisses me off. These stupid fucking jokes that are just written to make Hold on. Hank. Hold on. Yep. 
if if Hank is doing construction in his bathroom, he probably moved all of his shit to the actual working bathroom. And that's fine. That's a very valid point. But he didn't start that until after Peggy left and when was in Mexico. This is okay. the top of the episode. Okay, okay. Sorry, this I'm missing my timeline. Not up. at all. Not at all. I appreciate your fucking trying to call me out and, like, <laughs> stop my comic book nerdiness with that, like, B-button mash of veto. No, I... No, it's just this is one of those throwaway lines that I hate. I just we don't need it. And it's used it's it's wasted, it's dumb. Bobby has his own bathroom effectively. Hank and Peggy have their own bathroom. Why in what it, 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 what circumstance would Bobby be close to Hank's toothbrush? I don't know. Maybe it's me believing that like bathrooms are like psychological <coughs> spaces. I don't use my ladies and she by and large doesn't use mine. You kind of saw that last time you're up yeah. here. Like, you know, like where you shit is a personal space. Like I just, that's my one, one real big con and two bathroom house. And finally, um, you kind of talked about this and this is where I got hung up. Peggy's feet are not big enough. I'm sorry. Those size 16s <laughs> or size eights. They're, <laughs> They need to be monstrous. I, and I almost understand. The gargantuan. The, not gargantuan. They just, she ain't pushing the big two O yet, but they need to be a lot bigger and they're not bigger. Peggy has normal sized feet. I just, this has been plot points. She punched Randy Travis over it. Like she has done porn because of them. Peggy's feet need to be drawn bigger. I don't care. It bothers me. Those are my cons. Uh I have a retro reference, Rage. Go for it. Walking somebody to the gate at the airport. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what and this an, is even post-9-11. What alien scene. Yeah. Like, and that's my other reasoning for this being a super old episode because he just does it. Like, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, got a favorite moment or cons or anything else to say about this one? Uh, t- two favorite moments. I named one already. Via con Dios, you pant load. Okay. Um, I I want to like, like if I if I ever see a famous person that's known for like a phrase, that's I want to y- scream that at them and add you pant load at the end. Like, like I want to go up to Jason Muse and just be like Snoochie Boochies, you pant load, like shit like that, just because I can fucking do it. Hey, Kevin Smith's <laughs> never had your asshole. asshole eaten by a fat man in overcoat. You pant load. You pant load. <laughs> hey, right? Jack Black, tits are rock and roll. You pant load. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I've always yeah. thought, I, I love that guy's delivery because, like, you can very clearly see that he is he's just over it. Like, oh, fuck, not another one. Um, but my other favorite moment here, it's, it's Hank's surprise at the end. It's very touching. It makes me all warm and fuzzy inside and God damn it. I miss my wife. Oh, buddy. <laughs> How about you, man? Get fucking cuter. Uh, no, uh, you hit it. It's the, it's the last scene there. Yeah. The, the Hank scene. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, it's also good. side tangent to that. Not, it's not a favorite moment, but it's a good moment when, um, Eduardo's in the shower and he's singing, uh, Quiero que beso mucho. And Peggy's like standing there listening. Oh my God. He wants to kiss me much. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that Peggy's Spanish is getting a little bit better too? Like between this one and Los Violos Valentinos Day? Like, yeah, I kind of. Like that it's not as blatantly bad. Like, I kind of appreciate that. Like, in five years, Peggy's learned a little bit better Spanish. I like that a lot. Right? Yeah. 
Um, well, how about we rate this guy? I Yeah, we should say via con Diaz this episode. I gave it a butane. It's fine. I don't care. I like it. I'm not going to watch it, but if it's yeah. on, I'll, I'll watch it. I'm not going to put this one on, but if it's on, I'll watch This might be the most, like, typically butane episode we've ever had. Yeah. Some good moments. It feels like it. Some bad moments. Love to hate it. Hate to love it. I'll watch it, but yeah. How about you, buddy? Uh, it's also a butane, so two-tane, buddy. Two-tane. Um, it's it, episode, it feels on the money for Peggy. It gets unnecessarily cruel at the end when when it all starts to fall apart and you just, you feel really fucking bad for <laughs> they her. they keep and laughing need, at her when you hear the yes, laughter. Yes, they didn't like need to add that. You already feel, you already feel bad enough for her. And then it's just like, oh, this, yeah, and then you start laughing. It's like, holy shit. Um, it's hard to watch somebody just get downtrodden on and then have them come home and their significant other is trying their hardest to cheer them up and it's not even fucking budging. Yeah. So I, it, it felt hard at the end, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm not seeking this episode out, but I won't turn it off. It's fine. I like that we get a little more backstory for Mr. Monsignor Martinez. I do too. And then I also like how we never, ever need to see him again in this capacity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we'll see, we'll still see Monsignor Martinez, but we'll never see Eduardo Felipe and I really, or Felipe. And yeah. I like that or whatever, however Peggy says this, it. I, yeah. This would be like the equivalent of giving somebody like, um, like Garrett an episode in community <laughs> where you just do that. Or like the D and D fat Neil episode. You don't ever really have to do fat Neil ever again. You can, but you don't need to. He got his one, like, good, let's shine you up episode. Dooba, dooba, dooba. Yeah. Ooba, dooba. Uh, all I can say to that is after King of the Hill, we're going to do uh, I Can't Count the Reasons I Should Cast, and we're going to rewatch Community. Uh, Holy shit. Johnny, final thoughts. We try not to sexualize ourselves. <laughs> what? Final thoughts, final statements, final anythings at all. Where should we get the hell out of here? Um... Mark, I got it. Well, we can get out of here, but I got a question for you, buddy. Okay. You still like King of the Hill? Yeah, I still really like King of the Hill. It's it's really great. I'm enjoying <laughs> it. It's fine. Um, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm kind of depressed about the reboot. This will probably come through a lot worse in uh, next week's episode because I wrote a lot of my notes based on that uh, information. But, yeah. Uh, how about you, buddy? You still like King, King of the Hill there? Oh, I still love King of the Hill, man. Fantastic. You uh, want to tell those good people where they can find us, buddy? Absolutely. The good people of internet and podcast land can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at Dangle Podcast. You can reach out to us on, at our email at danglepodcast at gmail.com. You can talk with me on my Instagram at Krautball. That's Kraut as in sauerkraut and ball as in Swedish meatball. How about you, Mark? Where can I find you? Oh, you can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter or on our sister podcast, the Two Wizards Podcast. And I'm pretty sure my timelines are right now when this one releases versus when the other one releases. Uh, we just did our... Uh, really, it's uh, we talked about food. John, I feel bad. You kind of got mad at me because we didn't have you on, but you were <laughs> a valuable research assistant in this episode. We talked about um, yes. eating challenges, how much we can eat, and our favorite junk food. And um, yeah, find us over there. Uh, next week, we're doing Lake Monster, so it's not just, you know, weird shit. And uh, you can find <laughs> me personally at Marky Stardust or on Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram. That's Marky Stardust on Twitter. Should have said that. Sorry. And yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, go ahead and do that five star rating, guys, because boy, howdy, does it apparently help. And also, hey, just remember that uh, we're one of those King of the Hill podcasts that have been here for a goddamn minute. So, you know, we're just 
We've been here. We've been doing what? it. We're not some Johnny Come Latelys of the Hill. Sorry to use your name like that, buddy. But you know, yeah, we're, we've been cool. here. We will be here. Um, and please enjoy this sweet ass Chuck Mangione as we leave. Thank you for listening. We love you all, everybody. See you next week, everyone. Good night.